Hey, everybody, this is Flavio Romeo. And on this episode of the Towncast, we were at uh, Coffee Corral down in Red Bank, New Jersey, which is a great little coffee shop. They roast their own beans. They've got some great treats. And we met with Ryan Moore, who works at Montclair Film. Uh, and he talked a, a, a little bit about uh, the Montclair Film Festival, which is coming up. And also, he uh, talks about his new movie that he directed and produced called Marijuana Minutes. And we're going to include the link so you can watch the movie yourself. All right, enjoy the episode, everybody. All right, so so here we are in beautiful Red Bank. It is this place is gorgeous. Uh, so I, I encourage you guys to come down. Uh, but I'm here with Ryan Moore. Ryan, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, Ryan thank you for Moore. Me. Ryan Moore works at Montclair Film, and uh, just produced your your first. Is it your first film? My first feature. Yeah. Your first feature. So he yeah. produces first feature, and we're going to talk about that. But first, how did you even get involved in filmmaking? Did you grow up to parent? Like, did you watch movies yeah. with your parents? Yeah, so I've I've been making films since uh, since I got my hands on a you know on an old camp TV really? camcorder. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see, you're younger than me. You had camcorders. Yeah, we had we, we had, had the DV tapes. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time I was in high school, we had a mini DV, and I thought that was pretty. Oh cool. yeah, it's like this big. The smaller decks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, shot terrible, <laughs> terrible movies in high school. You still have them? I do. Yeah. You're gonna have to have a film festival just of your oh, own boy. stuff. Some of them, some of them I can show. <laughs> <laughs> some of them might be too embarrassing, but um, but yeah. So I've been making films since around middle school age, and uh, and then I, yeah, went friends to, must have loved that. It must have been so fun. Oh, it was never it was never hard to find actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not at that age. Yeah, no, everybody <laughs> wanted to be in them. It was fun. Yeah, that's great. And so where did you where did you go to where did you grow up? Uh, around these parts, um, not in Red Bank, but in Homedell, okay. New Jersey. But I live in Red Bank now, um, and yeah, went to Homedell High School. Then I went to Montclair. Shout out your class. You can shout out your class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout, uh, shout out to the class of 2009, Homedell High School. Class of yeah. 2009. Yeah. Only 29 years after I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you grew up there, and. Did you go to Did you go to film school? Yep, I went to Montclair State University. Shout out class of 2014. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, loved loved MSU. Loved their film program. Um, had a great time. And and most of the people that worked on my movie that I mentioned earlier, um, most of the people that were on the crew, and about half of the cast were all MSU alumni. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So we're Supported we're your pretty own. yeah pretty tight knit group. Yeah. We all help each other out on our films, and uh, yeah, it's... Well, everybody's going towards the same goal. Yeah. So at, at Montclair, they, they teach all aspects of filmmaking, right? Either behind the camera, front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, everything. So I, I always kind of, my focus was always more uh, screenwriting. Okay. But I like to direct as well and produce. Um, but yeah, writing was always more my focus. But yeah, they do everything there, and you can kind of pick your path once you've uh, tried out everything. Right, right. So you'd recommend it? Yeah. Someone wants to pursue it. I mean, it's great. It's local. Yeah, yeah, local school, yeah. state school, so yeah, it's affordable. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. 
So you graduate, you graduate film school, and how did you get involved with Montclair Film? So the film festival, which everybody always mixes up uh, Montclair Film. Uh, with the Montclair Film Festival. With, yeah, Montclair State filmmaking program with Montclair Film Festival. But, uh, um, so yeah, now I work for the Montclair Film Festival. Um, and when I was working freelance on TV shows and indie films, um, I started just picking up uh, week, a weekend gig teaching film classes there. Oh, really? For kids, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So at, the, at Montclair Film? At Montclair Film Festival, yeah. Right, right. So we have a year-round building there where we run classes out of for, for middle school, high school adults. That's awesome. Um, so I started off teaching middle school film classes and um, after doing that as like a side gig for probably three or four years, um, I really liked teaching and uh, I ended up taking a full-time job there as their education program manager. So now I help run the education department there. That's great. Yep. How, how young can the, how young of Sixth grade is our youngest. Okay. But if if uh, middle school. if I get an email from a mom who's you know or a dad who's like, oh my kid, you know their favorite movie, and they say something really esoteric, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> this fifth grader we can squeeze them right, in. They, yeah. My fifth, yeah, my fifth grader just loves Fellini. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. and he'd love to get involved in your yeah. program. <laughs> yeah, fifth grader, he says the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is his favorite film of all time. <laughs> you know, so. We, we do sometimes let younger kids in as well. Yeah. But yeah, so, sixth grade is our usual limit. Now, is it is it just filmmaking or if someone's an aspiring actor? We do acting classes as well. I throw a shout out to uh, our acting teacher, Rob Asaro. Um, he does a great job, but it's all, it's acting, you know, for film and TV. Right. We don't do theatrical. Which is, which is different. Yeah, different which is different. Yeah. Yep, you're learning how to play to the camera. Right. You're you, and you're working this big. Right, you're working small. <laughs> All your little facial expressions are uh, huge uh, really on the pop, screen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do acting classes, we do improv, we do animation. Oh, that's great. Um, screenwriting, of course, and editing. And are those summer programs or all year round? Yeah. Wow. So in the summer, we run them more like a, like a camp. Um, so it's like you know two week blocks of, right. of a class. But during the year, we do like once a week on a Monday or a Tuesday after school kind of thing. Nice. And some weekend classes. Yeah. But do you, have, you guys have a website or a way that people can yeah, find out? Yeah, check it out, uh, montclairfilm.org backslash education. Come take a class. Backslash? Yeah. So, uh, backslash, right? Yeah, backslash. I'll put, it, I'll put it right underneath just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> so it's montclairfilm.org yep. backslash education. Education. And just if they want general information about Montclair Film, festival the dates and all that they mm -hmm. just go to montclairfilm.org yep montclairfilm.org yep and we run the um the claridge theater in town as well oh do you really yep so we have um year-round programming there oh that's yep. cool yep now the fe the festival is coming up right festival's coming up um we're we're about to hit like full throttle festival mode soon um but yeah the festival runs from october 20th to 30th um our list of films and special guests comes out soon. Of course, the SAG strike is making it a little, yeah, little yeah. harder this year to get special guests. But um, are they not allowed to do events like this? It's tricky. So they they can't do an event where they're talking about a movie they've acted in, even if it's an older film. So is that right? So they can come and talk about something else. They can talk about they can the talk process about other films or of acting in general, but they can't talk about any films that they've been in. Um, 
and some actors, you know, are just playing it safe and not doing any public appearances. Right, right, right. Uh, so we're we're hoping to get some directors in because they're different, they're not different striking. Union, yeah, different. But union. it can't be a director that wrote their own movie because then because that's a writer strike. The, yeah, exactly. Wow. So so an actor can come in and talk about other films or talk about a process. Not a film they were in. Yeah. Not nothing that they were in. Right. And nothing that they wrote. Right. That makes it hard. So it's tricky. So. We'll see what we have. So but, focusing but on directors that did not write their own directors material. Directors that didn't write their own material. <laughs> I didn't realize that the strike affected yeah. spe- speaking engagements. Yeah, too. affects a lot of things. Um, wow. Even podcasts. Uh, if uh, you know, if I were a WGA writer, I wouldn't be able to talk to you about my film at all here. But I'm not in the WGA yet. Right. And our film was made uh, outside of the what is it the A. The American Motion Picture Association, AMPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we were a scrappy indie film, so we don't really, <laughs> we don't filmmaker. fall under that. Yeah, guerrilla filmmaker. So, so I, again, just to ask you about how, how long, because Montclair Film Festival is now becoming, year after year, it's becoming a bigger and bigger event. Yeah. How long has it been around? I think we're going into year fourteen now. That's it. 13 or 14. Yeah. I feel like it's been a lot longer. Um, but we've, yeah, we've really blown up. I mean, last year we had. Um, we had uh, Brendan Fraser come for the whale, and he nice. talked to our audience afterwards. And um, we had Eddie Redmayne come for the Good Nurse, which was a fun one. Um, yeah, so we get some pretty big names in, and I think that's helping us. Yeah, really grow in our, oh, our that's, reach. That's you know? tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're getting better. You know, to me, like when you see those kind of events and you see the kind of people that show up, it makes filmmakers want to submit their films to your totally so if someone wants to submit obviously it's it's too late now it's too late now for this year yep when do you guys open submissions for, for 2024 it's pretty shortly after the festival so i don't know the exact date it changes a little bit but i'm going to say like des- early december probably okay um yeah uh, can they can they submit October. through montclairfilm.org uh film freeway just search montclair film festival if you want to submit um yeah, we get a lot of submissions, a lot of shorts, a lot of features. Um, how many people review? What's the review process? Uh, I don't know how in-depth I can get on that, but basically there's a screening committee of uh, people in the film world who watch the films first. Um, and then they're, they're kind of flagging things that they really like. And then the programmers are going through uh, and making the official selections afterwards. Okay. But the programmers watch everything as well. Um, but there are there are a lot of people watching the films, and every film gets watched, you know, from to start to finish. I would hope so. By a few people, yeah, yeah I would hope so. Yeah. So everybody everybody kind of votes. There's a you know a way that people just vote, say, this is this, this I like this, I hate this. If yeah, it falls on the programmers in the end. So even if like the screening committee are really pushing for something, you know, sometimes it just has to do with. Um, we have you know, too many in this genre. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe there's just too many comedies, too many dramas, whatever it might be. Um, so, yeah. So I, with any festival, I always tell like my students and stuff, never be offended if you don't get into a festival. Right. It doesn't mean your film is bad. It could just mean that they had a lot of your type of film. Right. Or maybe they're not a festival that focuses on your type of film. Yeah. You know? well, I, and I tell that to actors. I told that to my daughter many times. You know, you, you could audition a thousand times and not get cast for a part. Right. And it's not... not it's not a reflection on yeah, your no, ability. Not, exactly. Yep. You, you're not the right look, you don't have the right accent, you're not the right type. You know, you know. But then that one time that you audition and you just check every box and you're in. Yep. Yeah, you can't... It's, 
you have to have a very thick skin. Totally. In this yeah. business. Yeah, in any facet of the business. Yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta be ready for a lot of rejection at first. Yeah. And how, how many days is the festival? It's 10 days, yeah, about yeah. 10 days. Um, and you screen all day, right? Screen all day, every day, yeah. Um, the biggest, you know, the weekends are the biggest. That's when most of the filmmakers are coming out. Um, but there are, you know, Q&As every day and a lot of events, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of parties. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like our own little uh, Sundance. Yeah. yeah. Right? Sundance East. Yep, Sundance East. <laughs> so listen, make sure you go to MontclairFilm.org. When the schedule comes out, it'll probably be out in September, right? Yep. When the schedule comes out, check it out. Take a look at who's going to be involved in the Q&As. It's a great opportunity to see some films that you may or may not see in theaters, you know, a year from now. Uh, and and I, I, th- I don't think a lot of people understand what the film festival process is. Because mm-hmm. I know that you, you released your film. You have a film that you released. And I know that you've submitted it to festivals around yep. the country, right? Yep. So, so tell me about that process from the filmmaker's side. Sure. Uh, it's, it's honestly the most fun part of the process. And it's kind of like the culmination of all your hard work. Right. Um, but yeah, you, you kind of submit to festivals. I won't get too into the, the nitty gritty of it all, but um, you know, you're submitting to big festivals, regional festivals, and then small local festivals. And yeah. all three hit different types of audiences. Yeah. Um, and from those two upper categories, um, you can meet distributors and you can meet um, scouts for distributors who might watch your, your film. Um, so a lot of the distributors that approached us was because they saw our film at a festival. Yeah, um, that's great. So it's a it's a really fun part of the process because you get to see how different audiences around the United States or some people around the world we didn't have we didn't have the budget to fly to other countries. <laughs> but um, you know, are you not going to be a con? <laughs> no, not a con. Not yet. No. We'll, we'll wait for this uh, ambulance to pass. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like one interesting thing for us was uh, we found that the Midwest really liked our film. Really? Like we got pretty big audiences in um, in Cleveland and one of our favorite cities. So shout out their festival, Hell's Half Mile. Uh, wearing their shirt right now. It's the Hell's Half Mile Hell, Festival. Hell's Half Mile Film and Music Festival. Where's that? What's what? what Bay City, Michigan. Listen, you guys that are watching in Michigan, and I know there are some of you in Michigan that watch this. Check out the uh, the half mile. What is it? Hell's, Hell's half, half mile. mile. Yeah, love their festival. They, they ever were... tell you why it's called Hell's Half Mile? Is it a certain area? Yeah. So I, I'm probably gonna botch this. So someone from Michigan can correct me. But if I'm remembering correctly, because this was about a year ago, um, their downtown area just used to be this kind of pit of debauchery. Like it hell. was like <laughs> all the all the lumberjacks up there after the hard day of work, they would just hit this little strip of you know, bars and other... Just all hell broke other sp- Yeah, other uh, unsavory places. All in a half mile. All in a half mile. And now it's a very nice city, and it is not like hell at all. There are great coffee shops, great restaurants, and great movie theaters, and, and uh, yeah, and now it's very nice. Probably <laughs> not as good as, as uh, Coffee Corral, but yeah, love close, Coffee right? Corral, but close. Yeah. <laughs> This is amazing. This out this backyard. I know they do music back here and stuff too. Do they really? Yeah, yeah on the weekends. Like perfect music festival. Yeah, great, great chilling spot. All right, so you submitted, you submitted, you're submitting your films. 
Mm-hmm. And, and the goal of the film festival is to get those laurels, right? Everybody wants the laurels. You like the laurels, yeah. Because then yeah. you can put that on your poster, you can put that on your, uh, your website. All right, so let's talk about your movie. Sure. Marijuana Minutes. Marijuana Minutes, yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the film. Sure. So uh, Marijuana Minutes, it's a stoner comedy with a, a touch of sci-fi in it, too. Um, stoner sci-fi. Stoner sci-fi, yep. So the main character, Amy, gets her hands on, a, and she's like a, just a stoner chick. She's not doing much with her life. She doesn't have a job. She's just kind of hanging out. But she's very okay with that. She's very comfortable being... Being a stoner. Uh, being a stoner. Yeah. And she gets her hands on a uh, weed vape that can rewind time. And originally when I was writing it, I was thinking like, what would happen if someone got a superpower and they were just like not someone that would ever use it for anything practical? <laughs> right. And that's like a stoner. A, like a stoner. Yeah. And that's exactly what she uses it for. Just nothing practical. Mischief and. Uh, How long can they can she rewind time? As long as she pulls on it. So that's kind of the double-edged sword of the ah. device. Is that she can rewind time for as long as she pulls, but she's also getting more and more stoned. So, <laughs> so, so it, it becomes less practical exactly. every time she rewinds time. So some of the scenes she'll be like rewinding time to say the right thing on a job interview or the right thing uh, on a date. And right, but meanwhile, on a job she's, interview, she's getting more stoned. Right, so she's uh, she's rewinding time and getting a second sword. chance, but then she does worse on the second chance. Yeah. This is what I love about about scre- about screenwriters, about writers in general. It's it's a lot of what ifs. It's always, hey, what if like you could be having a conversation with somebody, and like, what if, and then all of a sudden you go off on these tangents, right? And, and it's like here's a story. Totally, totally. And that's how this happened. I mean, I feel like my, I, you know, I feel like every screenwriter has like a little doom notebook that's full of what mostly if? ideas that won't ever happen but right. they're all fun you know yeah. and they're all a lot of what ifs what if this happened but or, then but yeah. then you look at it it's like and you have to write them down because at some point you could put a lot of what ifs together into one script sure i mean it could not mean anything at the time but then when you i, I feel like quentin tarantino does that sure like all of a sudden it's a these right. multiple storylines going right yeah. what if you're driving down the road and, and you just bring up a conversation that I had about Amsterdam right right <laughs> talk about hamburgers for a little <laughs> yeah, bit yeah yeah because you know those conversations actually happen right and then he writes them down and then at some point he's gonna use them right yeah all right so marijuana cheese so when did you how long did it take you to write it uh I get asked that question at festivals too and it's 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 never a satisfying answer <laughs> um, but Again, I have my notebook with all my ideas, and I feel like I have this very long process of like, I'm slowly formulating the idea in a notebook. I'm like jotting down just scene ideas and character ideas. Um, I always think character is most important. Yeah, of so like, I, I agree. I start shaping the characters first. And I don't remember how long that process took. It might've been two months, might've been four months. I forget when I first like wrote down the main character, Amy, and her, her best friend, Clover, and um, I don't really remember. but. When I actually started typing it up, that was about a month. Okay. So, once I once it, once it like kind of clicks, uh, I write pretty pretty nonstop. Pretty fast. But it takes me a little while to get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to start typing. You know, I have my yeah. beat sheet, I have my outline, I have all my character bios. So that the the kind of pre-writing part for me takes a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you have to figure out the setup, figure out where everybody is at. Now, when you type. I'm always curious about because I've got you know I've always had all these stories, but I have no idea of how to construct 
a, a screenplay. Oh, you should come to one of our Montclair Film Education uh, adult screenwriting classes. Which is available <laughs> yeah. at montclairfilm.org backslash education. Yep. I, I may do that, actually. I may do that. Yeah, our teacher's great. I'll give a shout-out to John Rotondo. Um, he's an awesome screenwriter. All the students love him. He has this, um, it's a Zoom-based screenwriters lab group. And they meet up in person once or twice a year because they're all like so close knit now because nice. they just keep shopping their scripts as a group and yeah they love it. But all anyway, right. all right, Mr. Rotondo, I may be coming taking one of your classes. Yeah, because you know you have all these ideas, and when you when you're typing or when you're ready to type for that month, are you typing interior day? Continue, you know. So you're mm -hmm. typing all of that. Typing all of you're it. You're not just yeah. writing the script, the script, and then adding that in afterwards. No, I'm just yeah, I'm writing it in the format. Yeah, in the format, um, and really that's that's what that whole pre-writing phase is for. That's that's yeah. for me to just kind of word vomit on the page. Right, right, right. And okay. just like start jotting down scene ideas, not formatted. Just you know. Use final draft. Use final draft. Yeah. 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 A lot of my uh, like high school students say like. Uh, Celtics. There's a free, a free, a free one. I use Celtics, yeah, yeah. I, I've used that before. And I, I started off using that back in high school, so. But then when you grow up. I like, yeah, Final Draft just has enough small things that make it, that make your life easier, right. where it's like, okay. I'm this, gonna, this works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to show you the trailer, and then uh, when we come back, we'll talk about how people can see it, how they can, you know, where they can go, and it's, it's coming out. When, when are you releasing it? So we are releasing September 1st. Make sure you rent it. Uh, it'll be on Amazon. That's the main one we're pushing. It'll be on some other spots too, though. If you don't like using Amazon, we have, uh, we'll be on Vudu. We'll be on um, Verizon Cable VOD and Comcast VOD um, and some other spots. All right, let's check out the trailer. He said it'll give you serious marijuana minutes. My weed pen can send me back in time. Yeah. Did you sell that weed pen? Yeah, I did. Apparently I need that pack. Huh? Yeah, it's sold, amigo. Some dude creeped into Amy's basement last night looking for that weed pen. This nice girl then lies to her drug dealers. <laughs> drug dealers, drug dealers. Calm down, Susan. How am I supposed to calm down? I'll call Big Bad Ramon. Ah! He'll know what to do. Is it unethical to travel back in time to trick a guy into thinking I'm his dream girl just so I can ride the dong? Yeah. And it's super cool, do it. Just don't use that pen for something I wouldn't do. What wouldn't you do? I don't know. Help someone. Excuse me! Hello! Yes, can we get a drink for the fine lady? Consent to hold your hand? Uh, yeah, sure. Hey, I'm Amy. Oh, I love your dating life. There's nothing to worry about. She's perfectly safe. There's no reason for a This thing has really gone off the rails. If you don't give me five stars, I'll come murder you. And it'll be no big deal, because I'll get on my favorite true crime podcast. Alright, that, that looks like a blast. <laughs> you, you had fun making it? Had a, yeah, I had a Did lot of fun Did the actors have a blast? It. Everyone had a blast. And, and that's what makes me the happiest about this movie, is that every time we do a Q&A, with like the actors there and everybody, one of the first things everyone says is that they had so much fun making it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that's, especially when you're an indie filmmaker 
and you're making a movie for, you know, pennies, you have to make sure everyone is comfortable, having fun, and just into the process. Yeah. Because if they're not, they're your movie's going to be bad. And they're in the wrong business. Yeah, you're in the wrong <laughs> business. And also your, your film is not going to be great. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I, I always tell my students too, like, as a director for, for indie films, you got to think of yourself as like a middle manager, a right. creative middle manager. You're not a tyrant. You're not this like grand artist who's, who's you know, <laughs> smiting down other people's ideas. You have to be collaborative and you have to be open to other people's ideas. Yeah. Um, and also, most of the time, you know, 20 heads are better than one. So right. if you're a director and you think your vision's the only way and no one can add anything to possibly improve it, uh, Listen, you guys are looking. Become a painter, yeah. You guys are looking at a modern-day Kevin Smith. Wasn't Kevin Smith from this area? He was, yeah. Was I he mean, Red Bank? He was from his comic book shop. Is in Red Bank. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Some, I knew he had some kind of tie yeah. to Red Bank. Yeah, you should swing by after this. <laughs> <laughs> See if he's in there. See, yeah. listen. They have lots of props from all of his films and really? stuff in there. It's a really cool shop if you've never been. Is it? Is it right in this area? Oh, it's like five minutes away. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna stop by there. Yeah, Secret Stash. It's called. Secret Stash. Yeah. So check out Marijuana Minutes, and, and again, where, where can people find it? It's going to be September 1st. September 1st, Amazon Prime, um, Voodoo, uh, Verizon and Comcast, VOD, um, but yeah, Amazon's the one we're pushing, so for your, for your watchers. Well, everybody has Amazon, it doesn't cost that much money, yep. and you're supporting a local artist. Rent right? it on Amazon, give us a review, all the reviews help. Now I have to ask. Even though cannabis is legal, was any cannabis consumed in the making of this film? <laughs> yeah, we get this question all the time too. Um, no cannabis, you know, I, I, I will neither confirm nor deny if there was cannabis involved in the writing process, but um, <laughs> but there on we'll set. We'll put a disclaimer at the bottom. Yeah. No cannabis was consumed during the during making, the making of, the film, of this film. Yep. All right, but, there you go. But during the filming process, no, we used props. We used uh, lavender. Yeah, what, do, what do people use? We, used, we loved lavender for the joints. Uh, because it actually smells kind of nice when it's burning, and right. you're, you're not like in this. And you know, people, can you inhale lavender? You can, yeah. You, really? I mean, you shouldn't, I always shouldn't really clove. inhale much. But I, yeah, yeah. I always assume they use clove, like clove cigarettes, clove. Trends. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you could use that too. And we used a few things. We used um, mullion, um, which is another herb, um, and we used some CBD hemp as well for like especially for the shots of the bags because it had to actually had to look, look real like it, right? yeah 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 that's so cool marijuana minutes and listen for anybody that wants to get involved in filmmaking you have children friends relatives that that love the process even as an adult because uh, you, you said they have the adult yeah. screenwriting class do they have adult filmmaking class too we have a documentary class that's running in the fall that's yeah. uh for adults all of our adult classes also we we have as 16 and up so okay. if you're like a really dedicated high schooler you can jump into the older classes um i was in a improv i, I take the improv classes at work and um because it's like i don't know it's like therapy for me but we've had improv classes where our youngest student is 16 and our oldest student is 82. <laughs> Runs the gambit. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. all ages are welcome and, and uh, everybody always has a good time. So it's out there now. All the festivals have. How many festivals did you are you in now? I think we, our end count was around 20. Wow. Yeah, we did around 20 festivals. Um, we did a couple overseas, but we didn't go out to them. Um, but yeah, we did around Are they 20 still going festivals. on? The festival's still going? Our last one was um, last Sunday. 
Really, that yeah. was it. For the that year. was the final one. Um, just because once you're once you're out on so once we're out on September first, festivals won't take you anymore because oh, people okay. can see it other places. Yeah, 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 right. So August twelfth was our our thirteenth. Yeah, that's the rule, right? One. It can't be can't be can't be seen anywhere else. Right. There might be some you know small regional smaller you know local town festivals kind of thing that might take it, but. Um, but also, like, just submitting to festivals gets expensive, so we were like, yeah, we yeah. had to call it at some point. <laughs> that's the other people, yeah, that's the other thing I don't think people understand is when you submit your product to any festivals, you you know, if there's a submission price, you have to pay yeah. to send it because that money pays for the people to view it. Right. I mean, you got, you know, like Montclair Film Festival, you have all these people screening, Yep. they're on salary, they got to get paid. So, yep. so people submit and... So I encourage you guys. So the, the money that you're spending to watch it on Amazon is is helping defray a lot of the costs that independent filmmakers spend on making these films. Yeah. Do you have anything else in the works? Yeah. So uh, I have I have one project I can't talk about yet, but I have another script I'm working on. Um, you know, they I, they say the riches are in the niches or the niches. Um, niches. But. Uh, for the for the rhyming sake, we'll say niches. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, one thing we heard from a few of the distributors was, you know, we don't have any big A-list celebrities in our film, um, but one of the reasons they were attracted to it is because it is a niche audience, right. the, the stoners. Yeah. So we have the Chichen Chan. Right. We have a built-in audience. Um, so that was something I kind of latched onto, and I'm like, okay. So did High Times pick it up or no? <laughs> Not yet. We're, we're trying. <laughs> if anyone has a contact at High, High Times, Times please. let us know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm working on another script for an, a stoner comedy. Um, this one's a horror stoner comedy instead of a sci-fi stoner comedy. All right. Yep. You're exploring all of the stoner genres. Exactly. Right. All the subgenres. <laughs> if if. People want to see it. Is there a website for the film? Like, if they want to see the trailer, they yeah, want to learn more yeah. about it. Um, Marijuana-minutes.com will bring you to our website. And we have the trailer up there. Um, we have all the laurels up. You can see where we've been. Um, and yeah, and we'll probably be putting up some uh, clips there as well nice. at some point. All right, so check out Marijuana-minutes.com to learn more about about Ryan's film. And then make sure you go to MontclairFilm.org and just explore all of the different things that they do. It's 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 pretty amazing. It's right here, and it's it's become it's become a really big deal in this area. I mean, you, you, you've got some some big submissions and, and and you know big names that are coming out to support the films, but also to support the festival. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, hopefully we'll see you in October at the festival, and definitely. Uh, have a watch party. Get a bunch of people, right? Get a bunch of people and uh, have a watch party on Amazon and help support Ryan's film and all the actors. So uh, were they all friends of yours? Yeah, I knew everybody going into it. Nice. I mean, a lot of the roles were written for those people specifically. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Again, montclairfilm.org and marijuana-minutes.com. All right, thank you so much. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right. Be well, everybody.